Games been back for a few weeks, but now the professionals get underway for their season. Welcome to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Yes, we'll hear from all four regions this week, a new league, the United Rugby Championship, new opponents from South Africa, new rules and a new structure within the league itself. Some familiar foes as well, of course, and also a mini-league amongst the Welsh teams for European qualification. Plenty to talk about with some of the stars from the four Welsh regions. So, let's go in order they play this weekend. Cardiff Rugby kick it all off against Connacht, with Willis Halaholo back in the centre after quite 12 months for him. So, how's his summer been? Yeah, it was awesome. I was fortunate enough to go back with the family back to New Zealand. It's been a time of family and um, you know, it's been three years since we've uh, been back. So that uh, was uh, definitely what I needed really for the season. How uh, important was that mentally to, to have a break from rugby? I didn't realise how much I needed that mentally. You know, it had been a pretty big season, um, you know, coming back from injury, then you know, getting um, get, getting thrown into the Welsh setup and, you know, winning a Six Nations. So it was a lot to take in. So it was just nice to switch the rugby brain off and, and just spend some quality time with family. So it was good. Good to be back in Cardiff, though, feeling refreshed and set for the new season. Yeah, definitely. It's good to come back. And, you know, there's a good buzz around the boys. You know, they've been um, putting a bit of work during pre-season. And the body's fresh, mind's fresh. So, you know, just looking to rip in and, and have some fun with the boys. Yeah, were you blowing a bit after after coming back from New Zealand with the, the tough sessions you've had over the summer? Yeah, it wasn't too bad. You know, I tried to, um, it was probably the first off-season I um, did a bit of work instead of eating too much. So I had a talk with Dai before I left, you know, letting me go back to New Zealand. So, you know, I just, you know, kept to my word and came back in decent nick and just jumped straight in there with the boys. So, yeah. Jumping straight in uh, against Connacht on, on Friday. It'd be nice uh, to experience the Cardiff Arms Park crowd back for a, a very meaningful fixture again. Yeah, it'll be huge, um, you know, hoping to get a big crowd. You don't really realise how much it means, you know, on field until, you know, it's taken away for you for almost a season. And, you know, to have them back last week against uh, Bath, you sort of realise, you know, that that's the extra push you need. So now it's, it's, it's good and hoping we get a good turnout on Friday. Where exactly is the main family based there? Um, we we're based in Auckland. Yeah, so I took all the kids back, so four of us, and my um, my three brothers have three each as well, and we all stayed in one house, so it was um, pretty hectic, but, you know, it was, it was worth it, letting my kids get to play with their, their cousins for the first time and, and stuff like that, so it was good. Have you talked with um, your New Zealand-based family at all about the prospect that in a few weeks' time you could be playing against New Zealand? Yeah, um, I guess we were... We were at home watching the All Blacks play the Wallabies. My old man, my dad, had a few few soups uh, that <laughs> night. And, you know, the truth comes out. So, you know, he started being the old harsh critic and a bit of a coach to me and, you know, telling me what I need to work on and stuff. So, um, you know, he's just telling me to work hard and hopefully I get opportunity to do that. And, um, you know, they'll be excited to see. Where would their loyalties lie? Oh, you know, you guys know me by now, you know, I have a saying, you know, family first. So there's only one place I got it from and that's from my parents. So, you know, whatever their their son, their brother, 
whatever team they play for, that's that's who they support. So um, they'll definitely be um, wearing the red on that night. We never like to go ahead of yourself. And obviously, you've got to play well with Cardiff rugby. You've got to get in the squad. But if you did get involved in that game, what would it mean for you personally? It'll be huge. Growing up in New Zealand, you know, New Zealand, um, the All Blacks were always, you know, one of those teams. But to play against them is, is, just, an, is just as important. You know, hopefully, you know, I can put a few games together for, for Cardiff and, and hopefully I can get selected and then I'll be pushing forward to be involved in that. But yeah, it'll be huge. Played mainly a child, lost the 13, swap back and forth. Do you have a particular preference for which jersey you wear and how different do you see the roles? I do prefer to play 12. It makes me feel like I'm a bit closer to the game, a bit closer to the forwards, you know, a bit closer to our tens and being able to communicate um, what's going on out there. But I feel like at 13, you're just out wide, you know, waiting for the ball. I prefer to play 12, but, you know, it's good to be able to play both. And it's been good over the last season to get a few minutes on that 13 jersey if uh, need be. So that's interesting to hear. Next up this weekend, it'll be the Scarlets in Edinburgh, who will be opening their new ground at Murrayfield. The Scarlets have a new coach in Dwayne Peel and also a new captain in Jonathan Davis, taking over from Ken Owens, whose seven-year term equaled the record of the great Phil Bennett. So how does the centre feel about taking over the leadership? Chuffed a bit to have the opportunity to captain the Scarlets. I was co-captain a good few years ago and... Yeah, look, I'm, I am really excited about it. The work the boys are putting this summer, the boys are in good shape and there's there's a real buzz around the camp. And um, to be able to lead this group is a great achievement for me in my career. And no mean feat following on from someone like Ken? Yeah, the sheriff. No, look, Ken has been an outstanding captain and led by example for a number of years. Yeah, I think just to show that he's been captain for seven years, I think it just shows how how big a part he's been for this region, this club. I, I spoke to him in the week, last week, and you know, we still remain friends. And um, he said he'll support me as best as he can. And I know that's going to be um, a great asset to have moving through the rest of the year. No secret that last year was perhaps frustration if, from a, a regional point of view. Um, how are you looking forward to it? New competition. Is this a fresh start? Yeah, I think so. You know, I think the slate's been wiped clean with this new competition coming in as well. There's some structure in the competition that's exciting. And, um, you know, as a, as a club, we've been pushed extremely hard by the new coaches that set up and we've been told to compete day in, day out. And that's what we have as a group. And it's been great to be a part of and great to be challenged, really, like we have been. The four sides from coming in from South Africa, you know, how much do you think that'll add... Uh, a new dimension to the competition. Yeah, definitely. I think um, the standard they play in when they played in the Super Rugby, the quality of players they have, they will, it's a strong league. Every team's getting better every year and then it's down to us now to set our own standards, to be competitive and really push forward to be you know, in with a shout at the end of the year. How would you um, compare and contrast Ken's captaincy with yours? Well, I'd be happy if it's seven as long as Ken. <laughs> we both grown up. We both love this club and region, and I think you know you will get that passion from the both of us. But for me, it's, it's making sure that like I keep on top of my own standards, make sure that I don't get complacent, and and I try and lead by example. And obviously, Ken did that as well. So 
I don't really want to compare and contrast things. It's just for me personally, it's making sure that uh, the group is in a good place and you know everyone is is happy around you because you know I think when we come in, when you come into training and there's a great buzz and there's a feel, you know, training is itself and is at the high level and that goes onto the field on a Saturday. What areas you thought the Scarlets needed to to improve on to be better this season than last? Um, look, there's been a real focus since Peely's come in on working hard, working fast as well. And the boys have been pushed really, really hard this preseason. Being able to repeat whatever you need to do when the games are getting tight, the pressure coming on. If you've got that block of mental edge, we know you've been to dark places in the summer, you, you can pull on that. And, and it's just being able to execute. You know, we, we've been hard on ourselves and making sure that we take wins. You know, um, in areas where we might be trying too hard to, to score, it might take a little bit of extra time and you know, working on building a, a game plan and, and using that framework yeah, obviously there's a lot of young talent in the back line, like Tom Rogers and obviously Corey Baldwin's come back. Um, I just wondered um, if any of the younger guys had really impressed you and just how much sort of potential do you think there is in, in the Scarlet's back line moving forward? Yeah, I think it's, it's always been a strength. You know, uh, as a region, we produce exciting talent and that's the exciting part of being a, you know the captain of this team is that you're always going to have Young boys coming in that, uh, that are fearless and want to impress. And, you know, I think Joe Roberts has been great this summer. Uh, Ryan Combier and obviously Tom Rogers after the summer he had with Wales. You know, everyone is competing and that's what we want. We all want to be pushing each other and driving standards and training. John, is your captaincy style as chilled and as laid back as you generally seem with us? Or uh, do you have to dial it up a little bit? I can be quite hot-headed where I need to be. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, for me, it's, it's making sure your own house is in order. Uh, and when you have that and you, you know what you're doing, you have confidence. And I think, well, for me, it'd be trying to promote is that, you know, if you tick all the boxes in the week going into games, you have that confidence and you, you don't need to be emotionally at a level. For me, it's it's going on executing your role and your job. And I, I don't change my manner that much, but sometimes on the training field, I will lose my temper. So yeah, it, it varies really. But yeah, not don't like to get ahead of myself too much. You played under lots of great captains. Have you played under any bad ones? I think that's what the boys are thinking now. They could answer that question. Yeah, not that I can recall of. They've all been pretty good. Well, one of the most famous quotes I can say, I'm not going to name names who said it, but like before a game, one of the captains said, right, no 50-50s unless it's on. So um, (laughs) I think all the boys got confused with that one. You're listening to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. That does sound pretty confusing, doesn't it? No names, no pack drill. Then, on Sunday, the Dragons host the Ospreys in the first of the Welsh derbies. Dragons back rower Harrison Keddy says there's a different feel building up to this season. It's obviously a, a lot different to what we're used to, you know, with the addition of the four South African teams and then we're going to get one crack at every other team by the, the home region, so we'll, uh, then we get interested and just kind of makes each game really important. How much are you looking forward to, uh, you know, the fans being back this season for league matches and how important is it, you know, to particularly 
encourage you know young uh, young people to you know take up watching the sport of rugby i saw you've been at a few community events recently oh yeah well obviously the whole squad's uh, ma- massively excited you know i think uh, it's been a long time since we've uh, had supporters at rodney and i think i've spoken in the past about you kind of think think of games over the last year or so you think they could definitely have made a difference when if they'd have been there just kind of give you that extra five percent when you need it and um like you say, it'd just be great to get kind of the younger generation watch watching the games live again and hopefully it encourages them to take up rugby. With the new conferences, uh, where you'll be directly ranked against your fellow Welsh regions, will that be an added source of motivation for you this season? Definitely, you know, I think it's obviously, it'll be new to a lot of us, but, you know, when you only got one crack at the other teams, then it kind of makes you uh, be compared against the other regions, then it obviously adds a little bit extra to each game. Have you been focusing much on the law changes? In terms of the fifty twenty two and the you know the goal line dropout is going to change the way maybe you have to get in the first defence line correct there is is going to be a huge part of it. So have you actually been really getting stuck into those? Yeah, I know for probably a few weeks I was one of the first things we looked at when we kind of came back into um, kind of team training sessions, particularly that fifty twenty two and how it changes the way you have to defend and the way you work the backfield because obviously I think. We've seen it in quite a few pre-season games now that if teams leave space back there, it's a, it's a pretty good weapon to have because you obviously get the attacking lineup back. You've played the Kings and the Cheetahs from South Africa before, of course, but how much will you draw on those experiences and how different will it be with the new South African teams this season? Obviously, it's maybe we'll have some similar players coming across from the Kings and Cheetahs, but it's uh, they obviously bring a big physicality element to the game, set-piece-wise, but then... You've kind of got to prepare week by week. You know, lots of teams have different different areas and strengths, and that can that can change depending on who you're playing and the weather and what they've got to go to. So I think if you focus on it too much, you can maybe lose lose a bit of your own game in there. But I think it's obviously something you've got to be wary of. What sort of a lift has the the Leicester and Wasps performances given to the squad? I know it's only friendlies, but yeah, no, yeah, obviously you say it's, it's only a friendly, but kind of when you get that sitting against Wasps, you know, when you get a win in any sort, whether it be friendly league game or a cup match you know, it obviously adds it adds a bit more extra extra energy and kind of helps fuel the boys the week the weeks after you know it's um it's probably an important part of the pre-season you know obviously to get boys playing but then to get a result in there as well was a was an added bonus so the signing of will rollins will be big for the dragons and equally the arrival of thomas francis will be good for the ospreys He's had seven successful years at exeter but the 60 cap rule for wales seems to have attracted him so what does the Wales prop feel about the coming season? Yeah, it's exciting. It's always exciting to be at a new club and you, you want to play the games. I only got a bit of game time in pre-season, so it's exciting to get out there competitively. Obviously, there were some fans at Northampton, which was uh, nice to see. And hopefully, Welsh Derby, we can get a full Rodney parade. What are you expecting that Derby experience to be like? Tough. They, if you saw their pre-season results, they've, they beat Wasps away with a pretty much full hit. They've... They've had some good results and they've got a good team, but, but so have we. We've had a good pre-season. Boobie's recruited well, was a, was a good buzz in the squad and hopefully it's a, if it can be a good derby, it's good for Welsh rugby as a whole. How do you see this league going? It's going to be different to the one that you played in the last few years. Yeah, it's going to take me probably a season or two to find my feet in it. I'm used to the Prem and I could probably tell you, tell you how every Prem team plays and which hotels we stay in and all that. I got used to it, but... For me, it's, it's exciting. It's, it's my first season in the new league and 
it's a new season of the whole thing, isn't it? So no one really knows. The South African teams are in, which is obviously exciting. But the rest of them have been around for a while and they're all pro 14. So I just try and tap into everyone else's knowledge and, and try and figure out what's coming. Obviously with the Welsh teams, I, I play with them at Wales, so you know, know quite a lot about it. It was a big decision for you to leave. What are your thoughts now, a couple of days before the season starts? Yeah, it was, I, I owe my career to Exeter really and Rob. Uh, he picked me up from the champ and gave me seven years. My first season I played Wales, I went to six Prem finals. I finally got to win and it was it was great to, to have that time. I didn't get to finish it on my terms. I didn't get that last game, which was frustrating. I tried every week to get fit and just couldn't, which was frustrating, but no, it's exciting. My Me, me and the wife were expecting a child in the next eight weeks, so her parents were in Cardiff, so it's exciting for that next part of my journey and, and that coincides with coming here and, and the next journey. And the tournament is a whole, five different countries. Going to get some, some getting used to it. Yeah, but it's probably less travelling for me. In Hexter, you travel four hours to every game, whereas here, I live in Cardiff, I'll be at the airport in 20 minutes and I could be anywhere in an hour, so travel-wise and that, it's not much different. Obviously, the different styles and learning how different teams play, but that's exciting and that keeps you fresh and on edge and helps me develop as a player. I can't just get stuck into, oh, it's Leicester away, I know what's coming, it's Saris away, I've got the kick battle. For me, I've got to be a bit more switched on and, and hopefully that sparks me up and gets the best out of me. The young boys have really impressed me, to be fair. The, the young academy local lads have got a proper attitude and understanding and, and they help drive the standards as much as the senior players. Like Speaking to Tips and Al and the boys before I came, they said it was a good place to be. And yeah, I, I, I've seen that with my own eyes now and I, I'm enjoying it. What are your thoughts on the um, 60 cap rule? It doesn't matter what I think of it, it's uh, in place. But it, it's worked, hasn't it? So. In the fallow weeks, Wayne's got the squad to train. He hasn't got as many boys going back as he used to. And, and hopefully he can see that benefit Welsh, the Welsh regions in times to come. Hopefully. We won't see for a few years. Now, now people have come back and hopefully it helps. But it's, it's their rule and you've got to stick to it, haven't you? What are your impressions of Duncan as first team coach there? Ah... He was one of the main reasons I signed, to be honest. I met him in the Principality Stadium and his... I think the first thing he told me was, was how bad I was. He showed me my worst parts of my game. And that made me want to sign there. Same as what Rob Bax is at Exeter. He showed me where he thought I could improve and where I could work on. And for me, that excites me. And yeah, everyone who knows Dunks, he's a top bloke and he's the joker and everything. But he's also there. If he needs to tell you, he'll tell you straight. And he's got that balance. He's been there. He understands it. And he, the enthusiasm he's got as a coach is amazing. And. Yeah, it drives the squad, really. Some background noise at the Ospreys and Darcy training base, but still good to hear from Thomas Francis. So, that's it for this week's Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Plenty more to look at next week, of course. But until then, goodbye. Goodbye.